That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Just like a little girl who would go on to an unfortunate and premature death said in Poltergeist 2, they're back. We're here with a new episode of What Are We Even Doing? Everyone in the room is now shocked at what I just said. <laughs> Look it up. It was a dark story. Fuck. I am your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, joined by the other host, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Brayden. <laughs> joined by... Guest number one, returning guest. Hey, that's me. It's Connor Hopkins. My name is still Connor Hopkins. And our special guest of the evening and colossal mistake in allowing him to be on the show. It's me, Berna. That's right. You've heard been... about me before. Oh, yeah. We he mentioned... actually exists today, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So before we get into the up. undercard and everything, gentlemen, I think it's time that we ring the opening bell. Yeah. Tremendous. Braden kayfabing that opening day. <laughs> hey, man, I don't get another drink. <laughs> trying to produce on the fly. He's over here crumpling a can. All well, right. I gotta call it out. It's He's not working. a visual medium, guys. They would have never known. Not, Everyone listening to this is booing flies. you right now. I'm not about cheating the fans of the whole experience. <laughs> All right. I feel like there's going to be... We, we say this, I think, on every one of these episodes. There's going to be a lot to unpack and tear through on today's main event. Oh, so shit. let's let's... And when I say a lot, most of it ain't good. But this is gonna be a long one. I, I want to let's go around the room real quick. Braden, have you watched any wrestling recently that you'd like to discuss? Besides, that we haven't already discussed. Besides these shows that I haven't already discussed, um, not really. Actually, I've been watching a lot of wrestling yeah, recently. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad about it. Berna, what about you? You seen anything recently that you think was watched Dynamite this week? And it's really good. Same, I agree. It's. But it's, it took a lot of the words out of my fucking mouth, honestly. <laughs> Connor, do you got anything to add for this one? I am uh, working through my quarterly rewatch of the uh, 2004 Ted Petty Invitational. <laughs> the greatest wrestling event to ever occur on God's green earth. Um, Can't argue. Won't argue. Phenomenal two nights of wrestling. I, th- like, I fucking love two-day tournaments yeah. for wrestling. Like, they're a fucking blast. Uh, I love watching them. Like, that's my favorite kind of wrestling to watch. And so when you do a two-day tournament with the super indie of 2004... Oh, yeah. That, like, that, it's arguably... That's probably the most loaded indie, indie event of the last 20 years. Like... I still haven't watched it. Connor's been plugging the shit out of it. I need I, to watch dude, it at this point. I'll I'm, say this. like We watch all those IWA shows. So far, yeah, so so far so. as sheer length, it is a chore. It's, it's oh, a it's chore lengthwise. It is a shoot ten hours. Ten hours, but it's good. Yeah, it's it's good wall to wall. There are some throwaway matches that aren't tournament action, but even those you gotta watch just it, like yeah. for commentary. Most people would say that was Mid South's best show. Yeah, yeah. like there there was a like handful to date? Of, ever. Yeah, dude. Any no any shit. name name of uh, uh, any person that was successful in the indies and went on to either either TNA or the WWE. And the odds are pretty fucking good they're in that tournament. Like, your Samoa Joes, your AJs, your Daniel Bryans. Oh, uh, Super Chris, Dragon. Chris, uh, Super Dragon. Chris Saban's in that one, yep. I think. Both the Motor Machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, every, everybody ever is in that Shit. tournament. Your man, Eric mm. Cannon. Yeah. That's our boy. Why is he my man? I don't know. Uh, Petey Williams, I even? stole his move one yeah, time, and I hope he yeah. listens to this. <laughs> I'm going to send him the link, and he's just going to respond with, I'm watching Home Alone for the billionth time. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, 
I I got nothing so far as like wrestling that I've watched recently or whatever that I haven't talked about the on the other episodes. But before we get into it, I do want to. P- okay, so the way that we format these is basically me and and Braden will alternate on picks for our topics, mm-hmm. right? So so you know we each get one. I picked this show, so you all can blame me. <laughs> I watched it with Brady. Okay, but here, okay, so the reasons that I picked this is number one, I'm certain he's never seen it before. There's no doubt in my mind. That is true. Awesome. Good. (laughs) Two, (laughs) I think that this show is an important show in the history of wrestling, Mm -hmm. but I can't, uh, you know what, we'll we'll get to the rest (laughs) of it. But, But I think that this is one of those, like, historically significant things that people, specifically people in the wrestling business, should watch. Yeah. For more so that than any other reason. There's a lot of fun stuff about the show and everything, like, uh, th- that's covered on a litany of other things. So, like, for one, th- this one, this pay-per-view had to start later than the other pay-per-views. Like, other pay-per-views started at 7 o'clock. This one had to start at, I think it was 9. And the reason was that there was such a, a weird aura about ECW at the time that people thought it was real. Oh, yeah. So, like, providers and whatnot for, like, Dish Network and everything... They demanded that it be pushed back to a later time slot because it was very... They, they thought this was like UFC or something. They, they, they thought it was a shoot. Which mm. is crazy when you watch even the opening match. <laughs> well, uh, you know what's funny about this? Like, I was telling Braden this and a couple other people. Like, So, like, I have a daughter and, like, I got her to finally, like, watch shit with me. Mm. And... She has this weird gravitational pull towards ECW. So, like, she'll be like, Dad, let's watch W. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll put some random SmackDown on from 2007. No, not this. Not no, this. she wants to watch this, like, dude bleed out almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants New Jack stabbing God. somebody with a straw. Have we, said, have we said what show we're covering today? I don't believe it's we hardly have. Illicit. I okay. think it got plugged. Oh. <laughs> okay, so the top the topic today is ECW barely legal ninety seven from uh, April thirteenth. Yeah, as covered on Beyond the Mat. As covered on Beyond the Mat, which is fantastic. Also, anybody listening to this that hasn't seen Beyond the Mat, brother, you got to see Beyond the Mat. It's incredible. Uh, all right. So <laughs> I'm gonna start. We're, I'm gonna try to go around the circle here. This opening, sh- <laughs> this opening match, I'm going to skip the very long intros here. Because there's a lot of intros between Joel Gertner, Sign Guy Dudley, Joey Styles. Dud Muffin, baby. That's right. I was on, I've been on one show with uh, uh, Joel Gertner. He is exactly what you would expect. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> just a tad. Just greasy. Um, <laughs> opening tag match, though. The Dudleys versus the Eliminators. Young Damien Deschain, your thoughts? I kind of, I kind of liked this match. There was a lot of stuff in it that was weird, but like as far as offense wise, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of dug it. Yeah. Like, um, I don't can't even remember anything specific, but like the um, tandem offense was interesting to say the least. I guess I could say that much. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, thought I just kind of enjoyed it. Do you it. have any memories of this? Burning if around? I remember, it was um, for the first like couple minutes, wasn't it like really fucking one-sided? Oh, completely. Like the Eliminators yeah. just beating the shit out of the Dudleys. <laughs> Without yep. mercy. And I'm like, holy fuck. And they were doing the moves. 
At one point in this match, Saturn does like a double jump top rope lion salt. Like across the ring. Across, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Like, like at this point, like I've only seen Saturn recently like with a face tat, so like it was weird seeing him without one. Dude, like, <laughs> like, like holy shit, he was actually a decent looking person at one point in time. Saturn and Cronus were an awesome team, man. Like like yeah? I, I'm not trying to, to skip finish. over Connor here, but like total elimination. Like, like, Alright, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, I hated this match. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna assume, let me, if I can try to guess why. There's no tags in this. Nobody's ever on the apron. Nobody ever tags in or tags out. I mean, it was, is that a you part are, of it? That is a part of it. Uh, I have written, it's a fucking video game match. Mm-hmm. Also, the Eliminators <laughs> fucking, like, set Bubba Ray up for some stuff just by, like, Gently pushing at his thigh so that he like goes to a knee so that they can do their cool spin kicky thing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's neat. Basically, the Instead fall of man the fuck up. <laughs> I also I hate total elimination. I think the ascension what? did it better. I think the ascension did it better because I I will I'll, throw I'll agree with that. I will I'll throw this fucking can <laughs> at you, and here's why. All right, the eliminators made that shit look like it hurt. Yeah, because it probably fucking did. They clobber them. <laughs> I'm fine. But, <laughs> and yeah. Like, but my problem with it, my problem with it, is that they gently, once again, gently set... Oh, God. Just, they, like, hold him there. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You see Saturn, like, position him, like, hey, I had stand for- here, please. Wubba! And then Joey Styles, like, loses his voice and goes... I had forgotten that the Ascension <laughs> did anything even remotely similar to this. I'm upset at both of them. Yeah, it was the, it's called the Fall of Man. And God. it was dope because they ran into it, which makes more it's sense than high-low. Dude, Cade and Murdoch did a high-low for a yeah. finish at one Why? point. It was just a chop block and a clothesline. Oh, okay. Like, rest in peace, Lance Cage. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, no, like, he was good shit. I, I'd argue this, by the way, the whole no tag, no tag in, in or out. If you consider that there's no rules in ECW, then this match makes perfect sense. This is why I don't like ECW. Well, that's a bigger well, my part kid of the does, problem. So fuck you. <laughs> like, so there's a point in this match where um, Cronus goes to the top. Yes, and I go 450. Bird <laughs> oh, goes, I'll shit, <laughs> and then he fucking does a 450. And, and now, now, Berna. Did you shit? I mocked. You lying <laughs> bastard. He became a mud butt. Here's yeah, okay. He did a real one. Job. One of something that'll make everybody in here feel like less of an athlete because I have looked this up because I, I thought that Cronus was crazy impressive. Cronus was now. Granted, this is what he's built at, so bear with it. Built at an inch taller than me and about fifteen pounds heavier. And that four fifty is. So on a, the point. So, Tommy, you can do a 450? I could, but I won't. That's not true. I can't. Berna can't. <laughs> but what is true? Berna can't do no shooting star press but, either, so... <laughs> I said I could, but I won't. That's not true. In that I can't, but it is true in that I won't. Uh, <laughs> I do have written uh, Holy God Cronus. And it's crazy. I think that's in reference to the fucking... What did they call it? Like the Cronus Salt or something like that? Mm-hmm. Where he does like the handspring yeah. moon salt out of the ring? Yeah. Which is actually, it, it is, it's, it's the Sasuke special. Yeah. Yeah. As but again, clips, that's, a, that's a big dude. As clips, I love this match. As a match, no. 
<laughs> but like, okay, okay. To retort, no. your EC, your okay, not you are. Let's just your ECW. No, <laughs> your your Paul Heyman. Yes. So just try to. Th- I, I, I think do you have could, the ponytail. Think, you're right, and I've got the receding hairline. <laughs> so I think that like this to me is the logic behind this. This is your first pay per view. That's the big reason that this show is important. It's the first yeah. ECW pay per view. So you're putting together this card. What are you going to put out there first? And to me, it's like you don't want to put something that you don't it, want that, Shane Douglas and Pitbull number two coming you know, out first. We're going to get to that and bitch. But like, no, like you want something that you can't see on WCW and you can't see on WWF, and you want guys that are your guys to be those first dudes out. To me, if you look at it from that point of view. I, I, I get every complaint you have about that match, and I can't say that you're wrong, and I won't. But to me, I'm like, okay, we got to show people why we're ECW. We got to show yeah. them why we're different, right? Hey, Dudleys, hey, Eliminators, go out there and do everything. Yeah. And get people talking. Like, a lot. And they, yeah, I'm I'm really harsh on this match because it's the first match on the card, right? But if it were in a different spot. I would be much softer on it. Yeah. Because it's just like, I don't watch much ECW. So like jumping into it, like this is ECW. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to start a match with Bubba Ray Dudley shouting motherfucker and oh, then yeah. hitting a power bomb. And that's the open of the match. Uh huh. If I had already been exposed to more of like the ECW style. Okay. I would have been more like, right. Oh, this is how they do things. But it just felt like a video game match to me. I can't argue that at all. Uh, better than the video games in 97 would have been. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Also, Joey Styles has a weird line after this match. Joel Gertner gets hit with, Jonah Elimination! And, um, I'm never going to get tired of doing that. I love it. Joel Gertner gets hit with that. And Joey Styles that says that, like, Joel Gertner won't go home ever again. <laughs> what does that mean? I, and I have written down Joel won't go home ever? He's dead? <laughs> he's, no, he's he got just, totally eliminated? He's just been evicted <laughs> uh, Okay, so like, side note And this is something that like me and him have talked about on one of our first two episodes, actually Commentators Yeah And how like, for me, I always Like, like some commentators only work for certain things for me Mm-hmm ECW and Joey Styles is a great example of it. I may have used on that episode. I can't remember. But, like, I don't want anybody else doing commentary on this era of ECW. Yeah. I want Joey Styles, and I want Joey Styles, by and large, by himself. Yep. Really? I, Man, the yeah, fact that he I can call it by himself. I did not like that he was by himself. <laughs> that was the thing. The like, fact that he could call it by himself was fucking amazing. Yeah, and did so for years. Man, you yeah. fucking come. <laughs> so at this point, you're covered in shit and cum as you have mucked yourself and wow. blasted in your pants. What's, yeah. What is hello, muck backwards? Hello, audience. Oh. This is my introduction. I shit and cum on myself. <laughs> and we're on one match. Jesus. Uh, all right. What was next? I'm sorry. The First of all, promo. before that, there was a really long and weird oh, close-up. Sandman video. No, I was. Oh. There's a weird close-up of Joey Styles' face before they cut away, <laughs> and he's like, it's there, like a full five seconds, and I'm like, when are they gonna cut away? <laughs> the Sandman video too. Like, I do have a, vi- a note here that just says Sandman is the best worst wrestler ever. <laughs> I'd argue he's the worst, worst wrestler. No, ever. is he? Sleep with one eye open. Oh man. No, but like, even on the network, you don't even get like Enter Sandman. You get his like meow meow meow. 
The, the, uh, his, his, his shitty WWE sci-fi theme? Yeah. The bang, bang, bang. Yes. It's super I think bad. Was bad. I think that was super undisputed. I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated. If you listen to that Sandman theme, it ain't bad. It's not as good as the Metallica one. Anyways, that's Are it. Are you tell me the Tommy Dreamer one from Sci-Fi was good too? Oh, the it's hey. not Man in the Box, Man in the oh, Box yeah. cover, dude. No, I, I like could have fucking played. I like the fucking bang, reboot bang, that he bang, they bang, used bang, um, bang, years bang, later bang, where they brought bang, back the ECW bang. originals. Yeah, it was uh, the Dudleys and Tommy, and he used like this I'm fucking bang. goofy ass fucking theme. I don't remember that. I only oh, remember him having this buddy, poor man's Buddy, when you look box. back yeah. on it, you'll fucking remember it because it was fucking <laughs> dog shit in a flaming bag. <laughs> I gotta, hang on. The poor man's man. Poor man in the box. That's it. Anyways. Oops. Thanks. Swinging the hit. Alright, so like... Wait, wait, okay, so then what was next? Candido promo. Which must let... Must let... Much less unhinged than his promo at the 2004 Ted Petty Invitational. Oh my god. <laughs> All roads lead back to this. What about the Tom Petty Invitational? <laughs> Lesser known show. Never back down. Shots. That's all I can yeah. say. Uh, so like, one, you guys may, maybe you are, I don't know. You, you seem to be more of a, a little bit more of a historian. Candido was fucking awesome. Yep. Yeah. And died way too soon from a blood clot. I watched Wait. his last match. Throwing that out there. Fuck. It was me and him. I actually just watched a fucking... Um, it was right before he got to my house. It was... Um, the intern. Fucking Candino. Yeah, our, new, our newest intern. Candino and somebody against these fucking weebs <laughs> in uh, Six Sides of Steel at a TNA that lockdown. Is, that is Candido's last match. That's Candido's last match. He's dead in like three weeks from that. Yeah, because he came back for like a brief second in a cast. Yeah. That's his, I th- yeah, I, and then, I think. Yeah, I think. But the, the broken leg was what it was, created It was him. almost like warrior-esque. Yeah. Like, he came back. Hang on, hang on. I've got our second head. intern on this. We've got so, a full staff. He did. He broke his leg and then he flew home. Right. It was yeah. the flying home that fucked him up because he got the blood uh, pipe. Okay. Over at home. Did that get picked up by our mic? Um, I think so. Okay, well, just to make it clear... The broken leg created the blood clot, which was then basically, for lack of a better term, it's amplified by his flight home. Because you can't sit still for long periods of time, specifically flying or driving when you have blood clots. You gotta walk. And you gotta be moving, yeah. Trust I, I And I this. believe the match is Candido and Hoyt versus... The Candido, Hoyt Lance Hoyt Hoyt who would go on to be Lance Fucking Archer. some weird-ass Vance motherfuckers. Archer. And Vance Archer. Two weird motherfuckers. The Naturals. Uh, no. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh, Apollo. It was like Sasuke. Uh, no, no. Sonny Sunny Siaki and Apollo. Sonny yes. Siaki and Apollo, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Lockdown deep. 2007. That's a deep fucking deep cut, cold. Tom. Me. Better get your fucking shovel out, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Damn. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. Getting us back to the, sh- the topic at hand. This is too far in. <laughs> <laughs> This promo, I don't... We're, we're not even in the second match yet. I don't think this promo was needed either. Mm-mm. Like, Well, I, it gets over that Candido can't wrestle. Right. And also that he, for some reason, hates his wife. Because he <laughs> says, can't say her name. Well, no, that's because it it's it's Sonny. I hate yeah. my wife. Right, so like he, he, he... I don't think it's that he hates her. Oh, it, he hates that he can't say her name because uh, she is contracted oh, to double, double, double F. Ah, yes. Das Double Double F. That was my Vladimir Kozlov shot. Mm, yeah. Okay. Pringles, you stupid boy. Um. 
Also, this is like I have our written... greatest or worst episode ever. I can't tell. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be. Well, it's, our, it's our very ECW episode. Well, you yeah, invited me, true. so it's already gonna be dog shit. No one's gonna listen to it. <laughs> invited? You showed up at my door. <laughs> That's fair. Actually, I walked in. <laughs> also, this is just like we're not even peeking behind the curtain anymore. We're just ripping it back, but we're all still in the shower nude. Uh, <laughs> It's that curtain. I've been plugged on this fucking podcast. Like, what is this? <laughs> Every the, single episode. We've, the, we've made a point. This the fourth rendition? Fifth, I think. He got that shit got ours. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, we've, we've literally mentioned you in every episode. Yeah, dude. Even the ones that I, I was come just going to make this. it a running this gag. Is like, this is like the lackluster fucking debut. <laughs> I wanted to make it a running gag so the people who don't know us would think you weren't real. <laughs> but then you're here, and I'm like, oh, fuck it, let's just have him on. You guys like Drake? Start from the bottom, now we're queer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you are odd. <laughs> See, saved it. Now saved you're not canceled. Um, I also have I mean, a I, note that says nah, Chris Candido has an excellent outfit here. Uh, oh, he's yeah. got like the jeans tucked into the Tims and the backwards hat and the sweet hoodie. Part of me thinks that this promo only happens because he has some name value because he'd been on WWF television. Yeah. At nearly the same time. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that there were two guys in ECW whose finish was a top rope powerbomb? <laughs> Wait, who was the other one? Mike Awesome and Chris Candido. Well, hold on. That wasn't necessarily Mike Awesome's finish. That was just something he did that sometimes then was the finish. You can't see my thousand yard stare right now. <laughs> That's not the finish? Well, no, no. I mean, not in the sense that like, people kicked out of it. I mean, in the, like, like Mike Awesome would go over with other things. Okay. But then sometimes he would... I would think... I would... Okay. The top row power bomb was Candido's finish. Yes, it was Mike Awesome's burning finish. Ah, so it meant more when Mike Awesome did it. <laughs> yeah, fuck Chris Candido. Yeah, <laughs> slow down, tell a story. Dude, so, some of those, some of those though were terrifying, gnarly. How contrived though? You have to like. Why would you ever give one or take one? Uh, I don't know. I had always heard like stories and rumors and whatnot that like Candido, because he was a smaller dude, very much in the big man era felt the need to like do a lot to try to overcompensate for that if if candido had been born 12 or 15 years after he'd been born he he would have been world champion mm-hmm. five times over yeah uh and not especially dead. today with like the no gimmicks needed thing oh for sure hand. all right so let's get to this next now second match yeah let's see we're 22 we're, minutes in guys we're and we're, we're at the second match this now. podcast might be longer than the actual pay-per-view that we're covering by the time. Uh, that's hard to say because there's like six <laughs> oh, matches on this yeah. and all the matches are 80 days. Yeah, that is a big yeah, thing. Yeah, every, every, everything on this is too long. I watched this show for 40 years. <laughs> but this next one had Lance Storm's foxtail. Fucking Dude, that hair is AIDS. <laughs> the first, the first note the first note I have is what in the fuck is on his head? <laughs> My first note just says Lance Storm's foxtail. Dude, Literally, I said, I was writing, Lance Storm still looks the same. And as I was typing the same, I saw his his fucking head hair. I stopped writing that note. Immediately hit return and put, God damn, that hair is AIDS. Oh, man. So, like... That hair is Magic Johnson. So, obviously, it's discussed on the the show via the the Candido promo and the post-show promo that this wasn't the original match. It was supposed to be Lance Storm... Versus Chris Candido. So, which this to me has always been a weird thing, and I've never seen a, a Paul Heyman interview. I'm sure there is one where he covers it. How the fuck do you not put Rob Van Dam on the card? Yeah. 
Like, that's actually really fucking odd. Well, he was still, like, if you think about the timeline here, like, he was still not the huge deal. That no, he, he wasn't. In like he was six not, months, but he was not the whole effing show. He yeah. was the medium. But show. The, day, the literally the day after this, he debuts on Raw. What? <laughs> oh shit! Okay, wait. The, the ECW invasion happens no, the day no, no, after. Not, this? not quite. Not quite. So not the, not the ECW invasion. The day after this pay per view, RVD debuts on Monday Night Raw, being managed by Jerry Lawler, and he oh, he, he dominates a squash match against a young Jeff Hardy. This is when he, this what? is your, wow. Huh? Is it that promo that Jerry one. cut? Like, like the, this is where he became Mr. Monday Night. That's why he was called Mr. Monday Night. Which, by the way, I fucking love RBD's gimmick here, where he yeah. just constantly talks about like, if I win in ECW, it makes me worth more. This is his in best WCW promo. The, the, WWF. The, okay, real quick. I I think this match is good, except for these bitch ass powder puff chair shots. Those fucking chair oh shots. Oh my god! Yeah. They, they were really fucking bad. If you man. told me that he had never swung a chair before that, I'd I'd hundred percent believe you. And I don't. I'm positive he didn't want to do it. You can tell. Yeah. I think the match is actually good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. One of the actual better. I'm using the air quotes for this visual medium wrestling. Matches on the card. CM Punk? Doing the international the, the, the Muay Thai sign. thingy. Uh, no, like, but the promo afterwards from Van Damme is, yeah. is top notch. And it's one of the only times I've ever thought he did a good promo. Yeah. So I, I like RVD, but I, nobody in this room is going to tell me he was good on the mic. I don't did think. we nah. ever see RVD as a heel when he came to the WWF? See, that, that initial run that starts the day after this, he was presented as a heel. Mm. But it's hard to take when it's like, okay, he's a heel, but he's doing all these crazy yeah. split leg moonsaults and, and somersault dives and shit. Like, Which, why would you boo this guy? How does he do what he does? It's fucking ridiculous. I'm he does it. a moonsault off of the guardrail. Mm-hmm. What? I, Dude, I tried to split leg moonsault one time. It didn't end well for me. My dick hurt for like three days. <laughs> I saw an interview with RVD once where he said that he does, before any show he's on, 45 minutes of stretching. Fuck. That makes sense, though. I mean, it makes perfect sense, but like, that that's a I lot. Like, but as he's listening to his TNA theme, do 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 I also have written that the first lockup of the night occurs 22 minutes in exactly. <laughs> Amazing. So, Berna has a quote. Would you like to read your quote? Yeah, where's it at? It's right there. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like RBD is underwater. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't remember the context. I think it was during his promo. It just wasn't the best quality. Yeah, the the mic. Dude, the mics on this show. The mics were dog shit. They were dog ass titty nipples. Whoa! Like they were fucked. I got something for you to bring up: the sound of the ring in ECW. Dope. It sounds so impactful. I love it. It's great. I I always said it sounds like you're wrestling on a tin roof. Yep. Of a a, a shed or a shitty barn. The yeah, like their their ring sound is on par with like I'd say 2006 TNA. Oh, they're okay. fucking. Were they still on the six sided? Yeah, the six side. Yeah. The way their six side ring sounded like 
It sounded like when you fucking, you got hit with a big punch and then took a bump, it sounded like you fucking died. Yo, I'm going to tell you this right now. I've had several matches in six-sided rings. It's awful. It's <laughs> you told awful. me this. Like, it's, the, yeah, the, like the corners are great because they're like wide open because it's a different angle. So like as long as they got like I nice want... cushy turnbuckle pads, that's cool. It's like, oh man, I'm not even getting whipped in the corner. I'm leaning into a recliner right now. This is fine. Like, I, I want to wrestle in a six sided ring, but like, where the fuck are you gonna do it now? There was a time where that was a that was a draw. Like legit, I was on shows that would advertise as quote the only six sided ring in Illinois, as if somebody is gonna be like, well. Uh, well, I was going to go see some wrestling this week, but I don't know if I'm going to. Oh, they got a six-sided ring? I'll pay that $20 now. i got to see those two other sides. Like <laughs> My $20 is worth two sides. It was legit. That was on the flyer. I thought it was crazy. Wow. Also, setting one up and tearing one down is a yo, nightmare. Yo, side note. Like, experience. I'd rather build a ship. Side <laughs> note, I had wanted to have Braden talk to you about this. I want you guys to like review an old TNA pay-per-view. I would love it. And he goes, that. he goes... Where the fuck would we watch it? That's a good point. I'd Impact, Impact Plus. Plus. That's like the only thing. Illegally. I, I mean, illegally. Okay. I mean, barely anyway. legally. I mean, hey, hey, hey and we're back. back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we move on. Yes. Berna pointed out a dude <laughs> with a flat top in the front row. <laughs> okay. With a shirt that just said, go fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> the Taz shirt guy. Sitting directly, like, in front of hard cam. Yeah. That's all I could look at. flat top, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so fucked. Was he sitting next to Hat Guy in his... He was uh, just a clown. He just kept <laughs> standing up and fucking storming around <laughs> like he was somebody. <laughs> he was nobody. Can't wait to order lead. that shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> he couldn't uh, even afford a good haircut. I do... I would like to take this time to talk about Joey Styles. We okay. talked about it just a little bit ago. Yes. But Joey Styles, the reason I bring this up is he has a quip that says, this ain't Disney World, there's no blue mats outside here. And Are that, there blue mats at Disney World? I've never I, been. That, that's what I wanted I've to I've never know. been to Disney World, I will not take my kid there. I believe that Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen, so we won't go there today. Okay. Oh wow, that took a hard left turn. But my point is, um, I like Joey Styles. I think he has a unique style that really helped ECW. Yeah. I fucking hate the way he calls... Mm. matches sometimes. Um, so for you, does it even work in this context or just not at all? Sometimes it works. But when he says shit like, we'll get to it for the Mitchie Pro. Yeah, that's the next coming match, up next. Yeah. Yeah. The way he says, Huracan Rana. Yeah. Absolutely. The way he overpronounces everything. Mm. Like, it just became very prominent in this match and then I couldn't stop noticing it in later matches. Felt that same way about Morrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tope Soacina. Yeah. Really fucking Morrow doesn't do it that over the top. All right. So our next bit. Six-man tag match. Special attraction match featuring six guys from Michinoku Pro. Most notable, I would say Taka. Taka and... Put some respect on dick to go. Yeah, I'll take my dick to go. You can take it to go out the fucking door. I don't know. It's... I don't know. Who else, who else was in this match? I, I didn't write them down. Um, Me neither. I, I, guys, I'm not even going to try. On one team, it was oh, the, oh, the BWO oh, Japan, which uh-huh. was Dick Togo, Taka Michinoku, uh-huh. and Terry Boy, Okay, which I have a note about Terry Boy. On the other team, it was Gran Hamada. Uh-huh. Um, oh. 
Yaomichi. Um, I don't remember oh, this one. His fucking he, last he name. was dressed like a Power Ranger. Yeah, and Great Sasuke. Not the Great Suzuki, like yes. Joey Styles kept fucking saying, or the Great That's Suzuki. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, You're I, fucking um, up the Great Sasuke's name, and I, I thought the dude looked like, like Peter Pan. Guy. Oh, Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't have the helmet. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like the Disney animated Peter. Yeah, Pan. Yeah, I said he looked like Peter Japan. <laughs> Folks, weak. Try the waitress. A Disney boo. He's gonna Yummy. be here. He's yeah. gonna be here all week performing at two, two fifteen, two thirty, two forty-five. Um. This five was, minute set with a ten minute intermission. I think this is my favorite match on the card. No, for me too. Um, really? I love yeah. that one. They right. had their own ref, yeah. and two, they got streamers. Like it made oh, it yeah, feel yeah, yeah. exclusive. And like if I was tuning into ECW to be like, oh, I want to see wrestling I can't see in the WWF or WCW. This is the kind of stuff that I would want to see. So one this, of my notes said. Um, Okay, so this is a, a slight deep pull that I'll try to explain. The note just says that this was the original Dragon Gate Six Man. So I was at the oh. Ring of Honor show all the way back in our year of our Lord two thousand and not six in Chicago, where they had a Dragon Gate Six Man match that got the it, unbelievable. Seeing it live was was one of the craziest experiences of my life. Uh, one of the of that style, probably the best match of that style I've ever seen. It got the almighty five stars from you know Uncle Dave. And everything, oh, you know, whatever. Off on it. But yeah. I think that this was kind of like the, not going to say prototype, but like this was the 90s yeah. version of that because people had never seen this, Yeah, you, you know, especially here in the States on this platform. Um, Meg made an excellent point because at one point I'm sitting here watching this match and I'm like, think of the guys that are not on this card. Tommy Dreamer doesn't have a match on the card. Mm-mm. Van Dam was not scheduled to have a match on this card. But these guys got a lot of time mm-hmm. on this, so but she made time. the excellent point that it's like, kind of what you just touched on, nobody can offer this. Nope. Give people something that is completely exclusive to ECW and and try to hook them, and I was like, that, yeah, you know what, you're right. Like, ballsy move for payment. Yeah, and Taka and Sasuke impressed everyone so much that Vince gave them a match yeah. at Calgary Stampede not too long after this. Correct. Um... Like I, I could go on and on about this match. Um, this is the only match on this show that I felt comfortable saying. I feel comfortable saying I could have had this match go longer, and I still would have been entertained. See, that's interesting because I actually thought it was too long. I thought it was a bit too long. Real, I. But they had me the whole I, time. I thought it was I good. I, I still very much enjoyed it. Yeah, but I, I just thought it was a little too long. Um, couple of things. Tokyo Dome the night before for Sasuke. Yeah. Flew from wrestling at the Tokyo Dome the night before to do Borg Dub- ECW. Dub, fuck. Um, also, <clears throat> probably got to be, I mean, conservatively, what, 17 hours? That's a 15-hour flight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then probably another two hours in a car. Yeah. Because you, you can't probably fly not flying straight, straight, to, straight to fucking Philly from Tokyo. Like, I don't fucking know. Um, I've been on a plane once. <laughs> Uh, Spoiler: You can't go straight from <laughs> from South Philadelphia to Tokyo. My two favorite of the six people in this match are Grand Hamada and Dick Togo. Dick Togo is fucking awesome. Grand Hamada, crisp as fuck. Yeah. Grand Hamada at this point is older, or has been wrestling longer than Taka Michinoku had been on this earth. <laughs> Dude, Taka was Taka's one of those guys too that I think was like. Underrated. Criminally underrated. Nobody gives the credit for like, like 
there's a handful of guys that I think that, like, you go back in the re- history of wrestling, and it's like, oh, this guy broke down barriers for, you know, like, people always talk about, like, Shawn Michaels breaking down barriers for smaller guys. Shawn Michaels is over six feet tall yeah. and was, like, yeah. 230 pounds yeah. and chiseled as fuck. Yeah. So, like, small, comparatively to guys like, like, Sid, Nash, and Taker, sure, not what I would call a small man. No. But to me, like, guys like Taka took it the next step further and, and, and are small guys. Like, to me, your your Takas, your Daniel Bryans, your AJ Styles is, like, those are guys that, like, made it, like, oh, a guy who's not big, not not comparatively, just not big, yeah. can be a gigantic success in this. And I think Taka was one of those very first guys. Plus, he has a type of gear that we just associate as his name. Yeah. Yeah. Three-quarter um, tights. No kick beds. Now, fuck em. I would like... <laughs> I would like... <laughs> To take this time um, to talk about Terry Boy. Um, okay. Terry Funk is on the show, folks. And he does a spinning toe hold as a transitional move. And I don't know if this bothered anyone else as much as it bothered me, but I wrote in all caps, Terry Funk is on the show. <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me because I didn't even notice it. No, like, Terry Boy, like, made up point of it to be like, he's a big fan of Terry Funk. Correct. He's and also a fan of Terry Gordy. Oh, bam bam. Nice. Yeah. Um, but he <laughs> does the spinning toehold, which is Terry's finish. Oh, I know. And I, I I always have a problem with people doing other people's finish, like on the same show. As well you should. And any young professional wrestler listening to this should have a problem with that. <laughs> Not calling anyone out, I'm just saying. Berna whoring out my finish. You have a finish? I don't know. <laughs> oh! Okay. Lateral press. We're going to air the grievances here. No, no, no. We're not. We're not. We're not. We'll, we'll air grievances when we're off the air. That sucks. This is, deck this is, too, this is too valuable. This is too valuable. Also, uh, BWO should have won this match. And um, their pose spot that they do. Oh, yeah. The double ab stretch. Someone yeah. stands on top and poses. Sweet, I'm back pocketing that for a trios team in the future. A good trios team that you have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had a good seventeen man. Team. So how about this? Uh, you got anything else about this, this match? Yeah, uh, so, not not in particularly. No. So why don't we get into this next one? The classic. Um, I'm, first of all, there was a promo. You're not leaving. This fucking class. Oh wait, there is. Yeah, there huh. is. Oh, wait. It was a Stevie Richards promo. <gasps> oh, Where yeah. Stevie Richards tries to be serious. Yeah, and the and music too long. The music behind it is not serious. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like this jumpy <laughs> music, <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, black and white and depressed. Like, not as good as just, WWE, like, I'll show you. You'll <laughs> see. Meg does what I'm about. Which is a ripoff Fuck of a yeah. song called Love Dump by Static X. <laughs> Love <laughs> Dump. <laughs> You learn something s- new every day, I know guys. Static X push it. <laughs> Look up all the Push it it's, to it's... the fucking dumpster. <laughs> God damn. The love Cause dumpster. Because it's, it's Steve. Ah. There you go. Anyway. I'll call you Mike. Um, that's some inside shit. All right. So. That's some shit, man. <laughs> this Bruno hates this match earlier. so much. Um, this match is bad. Guys, okay, by the way, we're talking about Shane Douglas versus Pitbull number two. Number two! Who is Pitbull number one? Gary Wolf. But okay. he's a Pitbull. He's not a wolf. All right. Hang hey, on. Steven. Real quick, because I feel like this wasn't explained properly through Joseph Styles. 
The Pitbulls were a tag team that had been yes. managed by Francine. Wabos. Okay. Wabos is Wabos. Shane Douglas Wabos. did a spot with Pitbull number one, uh-huh. a.k.a. Gary Wolf, in which he legitimately broke his neck. Yep. There are many conflicting stories, rumors, whatever about this. Shane Douglas is on camera saying, I have no responsibility. This was not my fault. I did this. It was a DDT onto a belt or something like that. Gary Wolf claims that Shane Douglas did it on purpose. Which, to me, I do not buy. But, regardless, this is where we're at, right? So that's what happens. Okay. So they have to split up the team because... Pitbull number one has a broken... He, he's done wrestling. I don't think, I, To my knowledge, he never worked another match. Really? Yeah. Oof. Did a segment with him... That fucking Halo spot. That's right. The Halo spot, where he is in the ring wearing a Halo while recovering, and Shane Douglas grabs him by the Halo and throws him down. Which is... <laughs> now... Bone chill. The, 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 the crazy part of this is fans rush the ring. Like, Shane Douglas had to legit... Shane and Francine, because Francine then betrayed the pit bull number two and the injured pit bull number one and aligned herself with Shane Douglas. So they, the fans stormed the ring because they're they legitimately pissed that he would do this. They have to, like, flee the building. They get in the car. People are storming the car. Shane's worried he's been stabbed. Like, crazy shit has happened. So the build for this... As much as, like, no, like, nobody wants to see somebody get their fucking neck broke or anything like that, right? But Shane Douglas has the heat of all heats behind him going into yeah. this. So, here's what we got. And it ain't good. No, um, this match is about 75,000 minutes long. Completely overstays its welcome. Oh. I... I once again I am hard to find words to describe <laughs> this. Um, from the top, <laughs> the crowd is hot for Douglas, rightfully so, based on this buildup. I'm hot for Francine. We're all <laughs> hot for Francine. The ECW TV I'm title hot. is the Winged Eagle, uh, just yeah. repurposed for ECW, which is funny. Um, Most indie promotions now. <laughs> number two, Pipple number two. Uh, I'm going to harp on the theme music again. His theme music, as it's dubbed over mm-hmm. for the network, is Mike Knox's theme. Yep. And it lasts for fucking ever. Dude. Like, it, makes you wonder what he, it makes you wonder what he That was something used. that I said yeah. to Brady. I was like... <laughs> he made me look it up. I'm like, that's Mike Knox's theme. He goes, what? Yeah. And I go, look at the fuck up. We got to put you in this. Then you see Mike Knox in the Quarter after ten. Before um, he's fucking uh, Ari Blanks, but shit ass. the the start of this match I can is hear like you putting your keys away. Good, good. <laughs> the start of this match is like hot. Like yeah, they kind of go at each be. other, and like it's like you broke my friend's neck, and then let's do chain wrestling. Yeah. Why? When Pitbull number two is not good at chain wrestling. No. Just what? also while we're on this, around the room. Shane Douglas. Yay, nay, not familiar, unfamiliar, yeah? I'm kind of unfamiliar. I haven't watched a lot I of I like stuff. the Shane Douglases. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't do it for me. 
I think he's boring and not a good wrestler. I prefer Shane Douglas on the mic. But sometimes yeah. I do uh, mix him up, weirdly, with Steve Carino. <laughs> really? Yeah, randomly. Wild. Okay. I don't know how or why, but I get, sometimes like, it happens. I get his importance, but like this match, he overstays his welcome. Oh, big time. Huge, 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 big time. He was the it's franchise when he threw down the belt. That, that promo was fantastic. Yeah, but was after probably, like 95-ish, he's worthless. He was probably good here, but like he had a reboot DNA, and it was not good. No, that was bad. Dude, he's not even good here. His WCW run was also bad. Although uh, his spot I got a hand tattooed, that shit was, was pretty good. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Hey, um, at one point, uh, dude... There's a weapon that is like a guardrail that yeah. is just oh, dropped onto Pitbull oh. too, and it just reminded me of when you dropped that door onto Dakota. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Dakota. he should have been fatting over there. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that's your brother. Um, so actually, like, regarding that yes. guardrail, regard railing. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. There is like a moment where Pitbull number two works. Shane Douglas's dick. Yeah. Like, dick steam <laughs> is put on. Dick steam. Dick steam. And then Don't. it turns into dick heat when Shane Douglas <laughs> tries to drop Pitbull number two several times Under the on the guardrail. And they keep fucking it and up. And fucks it up every yep. single fucking time. Okay. This match makes me want to quit wrestling it's, altogether. It's still going on. Well, My wrestling name should have been wrestling. Dick Heat. <laughs> I don't think this match is, is ended yet. Like, it, it's just, it's, God. Uh, by the it's way, It's a have, chore to watch. I do have a note here that just says too long. Um, so, let's, let's put this behind us. Let's move on to the next bit. Wait, can we talk about the guests at the end of this match? First of sure. all. So, before the, we get there. Yes. Before Sorry, we get I don't there. Wanna, because this is totally unrelated, but I do have to bring this, this up because I, I hate this. Um, I just have a note that says, would have popped for that drop kick out of midair if it hadn't been done already tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. guy diamond. Yeah, yeah. Pitbull number two was, like, super young here. He actually died young. It was also very tragic. Dear Jesus God. Him and his girlfriend uh, both OD'd, oh, and they fuck. found the bodies days later. They had, like, a small child that was also in the house, like, saved, mercifully, but oh, had man. basically been, like, starving. Like, yeah, it was, it was a dark, dark, dark uh, shit. So, moving on, please. Anyways. Uh, some of those deep digs so that take, maybe should be a good Well, wrestler. like, no, I'm like we're watching this, and it's like, man, I wonder whatever happened to fucking Pitbull number two. So I Google it, and that's what we get. I miss that. Um, so, at good. the end Edited of this. Out. At the end of this, so Shane Douglas had riot policemen with him, right. yeah. which oh, were just dudes wearing leather dusters and biker helmets. Uh, the Edge outfit from One Night Stand 2006. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that mysterious motorcycle yeah. enthusiast just speared John Cena. <laughs> Fucking takes the helmet off! Um, but Could have just been Edge. Then, then there's another dude who walks out wearing a Rick Rude robe and a lucha mask. And Joey oh, Styles is like, yeah. oh my god, it's Rick Rude. Kisses Francine. Francine right. like faints from it because right. he's such a quintessential stud muffin. Not Joel Gertner. And everyone's like, it's Rick Rude. Takes it off. It's the Underfaker. Yeah. Brian it's Lee. Fake, it's fake taker. Brian yeah. Lee. Brian oh, Lee. wow. And then one of the riot policemen takes off his helmet, and that's, that's Rick, Rick Rude. Rude. And I thought it was kind of cool, but I was wondering, why? 
odd. This is an angle I don't really remember, but I know that, the, it, dude, if you guys want to see something that's problematic and some shit that you can't do in this millennium, just look up the Rick Rude Francine spot online. Holy hell. Oh, uh, no. it's, the it's, internet wasn't around, so this did it? Th this is borderline pornography. Tom, there's a lot of shit that you probably know, and I also probably know that's like... Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Alright, anyways. <laughs> Next one. But I did write at the end of it all, at least Francine is hot. Yeah, uh, yeah. And also one of my notes here about her just says she has the longest ass. Uh, <laughs> her thong is snug around her shoulders. That's what I never understood about that era of women. It's, you know, it's a different time. What's some old Baywatch episodes? Yeah. Crazy. Um, her, uh, Baywatch, um, Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. Never understood it. Hmm, and enough. then, like, all of a sudden, they started just growing out. Yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> we're getting way off topic here. <laughs> sure are. So hey, Raven it. promo. Yeah. On. Wait, is it? Yeah, next yeah. is the Raven promo. Uh, I said it was fine and so 90s emo that I fucked with it. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's something you wouldn't fuck with Hopkins. Um, Raven, like, I love Raven, but only his, like, ECW run and maybe his well, ROH hate run. ECW. I hate ECW. <laughs> but his ECW run is dope. Um, there's a point where a dude, like, walks past right behind the camera and you can tell because there's a massive there's shadow. A shadow, yeah. I do remember and that. And I thought that was hilarious. Wait, is this where they put the Taz promo as well? Yeah, the Taz promo is immediately after. Which is too long. It's all closing lines. That's Thank you. Okay, so, like, did you... I don't know if you noticed this or not. Taz cuts his promo and he has, like, cuts the promo, has a good closing line. Keeps talking. And I'm like, wait, wait. He just had this, like, good close. Has a good closing line. I'm like, oh, okay. This is what he wants the closing line to be. Keeps talking. The motherfucker does it like six times. Yeah. And yeah, then the I closing line, which I don't remember, sucks. Because yeah. I feel like he's just like, well, I've run out of shit to say, brother. That's just I'm rather, gonna, that's just I'm gonna rather you Taz. Up, brother. I'm going to hide my towel now. <laughs> that's just rather Taz. Like, he's just like, he isn't he's well a punchline to yeah. himself. I, like, at the time, okay, so I didn't see this pro, I didn't watch a lot of ECW shit until about 98, but when I did start watching it, I saw as much as I could, I was a huge fan for Taz, like, I, I, I was, yeah. a, I was a mark for it, like, at the time I bought in, I, was, I, I believed he was, like, the baddest motherfucker on earth. My dad fucking sucked the dick of all the ECW people, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Text you the other day, my dad's like, Sting came back, think Sabu's gonna come back? <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, old man? Yeah, that's probably um, going to be his first match in AEW. Sting versus Sabu. I also... I have a couple more critiques about this promo. Just yeah. because I was really into it. But just tearing it apart. He opens with saying the time for talking is done. And then proceeds to cut a two and a half minute promo. <laughs> um... I want Bill Alfonso's vocal cords snipped and his whistle stolen from him. Meg hates. I fucking Bill hate Alfonso. Bill Alfonso. It's probably why I hate ECW. I love him. I fucking right down him. the middle, Daddy. Um, love him. There is uh, a clip during the Taz promo of like Taz choking out everyone, which I thought was fucking dope. Like proves that yeah, no one can stop his the path of rage. Right. Um. I would rather watch the Taz Jericho match than Taz Sabu. Um, Am I the only one here that ooh. hates Sabu? I do not like him. My dad's not here, so I don't hate him, but I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll I, give him this. He didn't fuck anything up in this match. 
which yeah. is few and far between. Yeah. I mean, 95% of the time he fucked himself up and no one touched him. It's like... I, like also, actually, he does fuck a couple things up. Yeah. And it's such a weird match that I don't think that it's... He that misses that... What was supposed to be, like, close to the finish, right? That springboard so. DDT I mean, through the table? It just doesn't happen, yeah. And then Taz just, just chucks ca- him through chucks it. Chucks him yeah. through it. Uh, so, like, here's my, my history with this specific match. So I had bought at one point... And I, I, I kick myself for getting rid of these things, because now I'm sure they're probably worth some money. Two actual ECW release DVDs. Yep. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, two best ofs that they had actually put out, which I got mm. at, like, a, a Sam Goody for, like, 20 bucks. I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that ECW ever put out these DVDs. So this Taz and Sabu match is on mm-hmm. one of them. So I'm like, okay, at this point, I know Taz and I know Sabu. I hadn't seen this pay-per-view. I watched that match a bunch of times because I actually really liked it. I like I love Taz's stuff. I love the the crazy suplexes, just the shit that he would throw where it was like, oh wow, I never even thought of that as being a move. You know, he was just a fucking be in my opinion like before his own time bullshit. He was kind of the first like, and it was by design. Like Heyman said this, he was like the first like Ultimate Fight style. Yeah, got like he was doing that shit before uh, Shamrock was brought well, to the. Well, I feel like in. Uh... In a sequence, it was like Taz, Shamrock, then like Benoit. Because mm-hmm. being like these, these are the guys that are like actually yeah. fucking badasses. Right. I mean, no, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't argue that at all. But like, I like this match. I still think it's too long. The build for it was awesome. If you guys have never seen like the clips where they build this, like they're they're hyping it, they're hyping it, and then it's November to remember in '96. Which, it's weird because this is not pay-per-views. These are just, like, big shows. Yeah, big shows, like... And then they put them out on on VHS. But, like, they do the whole bit where the lights go out, but Sabu is the guy in the ring, and when the lights come on, Taz is standing there, and they're just having to face off, and that place comes unglued. And I was like, this shit was cool. You know, like, you hadn't seen that done at that point. But, like, I don't know, like... Yes, thank you. Uh, I like the match. I still just kind of think it's a little too long... And then the stuff afterwards, I kind of hated. The Post- Sabu turn? Yeah. Post-match, like, Taz offers the handshake. Bill Alfonso away. betrays him. RVD's down. Like. I liked it up until Bill Alfonso took off his shirt to reveal a Sabu shirt. Right. I'm like, why would you? It's the cle- It's the wrestling cliche that I hate the most. Here's like, my question. What would he have done if Taz won? Mm. Yeah, right. Like, do you No, just Ta- Taz does win. Yeah. Taz yeah. wins that Taz match. wins. So it makes even less sense. He taps sense. him out. Yeah, you're right. That makes So why is he just like, I'm going to lie myself with the loser? Like, and huh. Like, where, have I, where have I gone wrong? <laughs> like, yeah. And Alfonso says, like, you cost me so here? much money tonight, How? Taz. But is it because he bet against his own man? Why would you? I don't know. I think Berna said it well. Um, he just said, what are we even doing? Correct. That yeah. is that Also, is a- anytime that I watch a Sabu match, I think back to my story of being in a match with Sabu that I told all of you <laughs> gentlemen, and all I can ever think of is getting obliterated in the face with a chair and just saying, what have I done to deserve this? <laughs> I mean, man. Y'all ever gotten sabu No. It's not fun. I got bailey <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that he's ever gonna watch this. And I hope he does, and I hope he like knows that he knocked me the fuck out. 
Oh, he knows. He knows. Um, I hope he doesn't watch this podcast, though. That would what? be weird. Yeah, he'd be watching through the windows. That'd be creepy. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I was in a street fight with somebody, um, and without calling it to me. Oh, yeah. Sat with me with a chair. Yeah. Is that Yeah. Well, bam. And it, uh, like, luckily I got my hand up in the nick of time, but I was not I feel like happy. I know what Maxis was. Yeah. yeah. I got handcuffed and thrown in a pool afterwards. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, 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 I like this match. ECW Taz is almost unfuckwithable. I agree. Like that's so that's so personally I got that from unfuckwithable. Yeah, from Hopkins. I think that like I stole it from Tom. I, I've had this discussion before so too. Bad. I think that like if you go back in history and you look at the guys that are protected so far as like booking and everything else goes, in my mind the only person who surpasses Taz is Andre the Giant. There. Think okay. What? Hear me, hear me out. Let's think of people who are protected so far as like the booking and the way that they're built and everything. Bill Goldberg, right? Yeah. That, that's one that comes to mind, right? One hundred forty-three and zero. Yeah, still bumped for guys. <laughs> yeah, Taz very rarely, if ever, bumped for guys unless it was a big match, as in him and Sebu or whatever. Didn't bump a whole lot. Taz once stared down an entire roster. And they left, and he didn't raise a hand. Which, to me, is one of the most badass moments in the history of wrestling that nobody has seen or, or remembers. Shit, I need to find that. It's fucking awesome. Goldberg never did that. He always had to at least beat the shit out of people. Uh, other protected guys. Undertaker. Love Undertaker. Undertaker sold for everybody. Yeah. Like, Taz would just repeatedly get the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, even though he's been so piss poorly booked the past year. Yeah. The Fiend is up there as far as Shit. like guys that are protected but otherwise I'm like to me it's Andre and then Taz and then kind of a big gap. God, I can't believe you would put Andre and then Taz. Like that's wild. I, I mean like you feel free to like throw another guy out there. Like who, who do you think was No, I have no idea. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but crazy. I also haven't seen a lot of ECW Taz. So my frame of reference for this is the Taz I've seen from WWE. He very rarely bumped, and when he did, it was for bigger matches, and even then, he often just didn't sell. Wild. Anyways, moving um, on. It's main event time. Yeah. This show is already over, yeah. which is fucking wild. Like, it This show like, is like 40 hours long, and there's like four matches. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense how we can go from, like, arguably, like, Taz Sabu is the high point of the show. Yeah, probably. Because next is this three-way dance. Which yeah. You can tell from the tone of my voice how I feel about it. So my memory of this, I forgot that this bled straight to the main event. Wild stipulation. For some reason, I thought... And, like, I've seen this show... Mm-hmm. I just hadn't watched it in a long time. For some reason, I thought that like they did the three-way dance at some point earlier, and then yeah, the the main event was later. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? And then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this does just bleed one into the other. Is this the like first triple threat in mainstream wrestling? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. This would have been the first one on pay-per-view. Okay. I actually just literally like. Two days ago, watched the quote first triple threat from on American soil at least. Okay, I don't know about overseas, and it was ECW, and it was oh. uh, Sabu, Terry Funk, and Shane Douglas. 
but the way that the oh. match was structured and ruled, it was not what we would come to know as a triple threat. Where basically two guys start, and after 15 minutes, the third guy enters, and then they go for a little while, and then, yeah. yeah. It, it, the, the structure was completely different. Okay. So, so far as, like, what we here today know as a triple threat, this is probably the first one on pay-per-view, I, would, I think. So, Terry Funk does two damn moonsaults. Yeah. And they're terrifying, both of them. They're, yeah. They're horrifying. They do, they try ladder seesaws a couple times in this match, and they both Jesus fail miserably. Christ. One of them, the ladder doesn't even move. The other oh. one, it misses everybody, and the ladder goes flying and seven rows deep. The crowd, yeah. Seven you know, rows deep. Do you know what the common denominator is there? Mm. Sandman. Yeah, I think that, yeah. God damn it. I have written down that he's fat. <laughs> and he's taking his sweet ass time getting to the ring. And I... because you can't see this pay per view with the original Enter Sandman music, it loses a. Like, Sandman, as a gimmick, loses a lot of his charm. Oh, yeah. Because he walks around to generic rock music, banging a beer can against his you head. You can fucking just pay Metallica to fucking just no use shit. the fucking deal for like. I think it's crazy that they used to be able to get away with that. Mm hmm. Like, keep in mind, this was on pay per view. So everybody's coming... Rob Van Dam came out to Pantera. Yeah. Same man obviously came out to Metallica. Like, everybody was using just popular music, yeah. and nobody gave a shit. Nobody nobody pursued it at all. Yeah. Ding, ding. But, like... Yeah, I, I didn't like this one. I don't know. Braden? I... The, the triple threat? Yeah. Eh. No. I'm... I, I didn't really enjoy... I was exhausted by it's this point. It's also too long. It, they're all too long. <laughs> I think they picked the wrong person to win here. Really? Yeah. I don't think... Either... I don't think Terry Funk should have won. I think they honestly... Maybe should have actually had some faith in, like, Steve Richards. This Steve. is shocking to me. Um, or they should have given Raven Funk more time. And had Terry win quicker. <clears throat> I might triple threat. Okay, I think. Like, no, no, no. Go ahead. This is the only like the last like. Terry getting some fucking clout. Mm-hmm. Like grabbing some fucking deals. Yeah. Because he was presented at this point as a draw, correct? No. Yeah. But he was also still draw. As... Fucking what? What was he at this now? Sixty-five. <laughs> well, no, not quite. Point? He was in his fifties, but like. No, the build was that. It was very like Paul Heyman said the same thing. It's just I'm an old man. I don't have it in me anymore. Like that <laughs> was that. That was the the story. It's fucking great, and I fucking bought into it like a mark. I I I will give you the triple threat should have been about five minutes shorter, maybe even eight. Yep. And Funk and and uh, Raven should have been about five to eight longer. Yeah. Terry Funk. If Terry Funk wins this, well, he does. He shouldn't have gotten as much heat as he did in the triple threat. Because it just becomes then like... Like Terry Funk should not have won that fucking title. Terry Funk's Terry, Terry Funk to his own detriment is a heat magnet. But do you think that like... for This is just for you personally. Do you think it's just that like... He takes such a beating in the triple threat that yeah. for you, you can't believe him... Yeah. Beating... Overcoming the odds. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like... 
he's an old man, and he like even when he does, yeah, when he does fire up, quote unquote, on Raven, (laughs) it's hardly anything, and you're like almost uncomfortable. Like this man is losing a lot of blood; he's well past his prime. He shouldn't be here, but they're giving him a title run because they feel sorry for him. Whereas, like Steven, like Big Stevie, cool. Like, fucking pull the trigger. Have BWO do a thing for a hot second so that you can have Tommy take the belt off of him. So at one point, speaking of Tommy, at one point he goes, please just don't talk to me. I I can't do commentary." commentary. But he's on commentary. I couldn't agree more with this statement, though. Like, yeah, I couldn't can't. agree more. He cannot do commentary. Fuck. I mean, I'll give you that for sure. Like, I I said that Tommy should stick to Porking Beulah. <laughs> <laughs> My man. God bless. Uh, so like, He's all right. So ha- so hang on. Dude. So so then, Braden, what's your take then on the Raven Funk thing? Which, in my mind, is more of a segment than a match. But yeah. whatever. Um, it was okay. I was just so beyond exhausted at this point because all of these matches were so long that it was just physically and mentally draining. Mm-hmm. Berna at one point went upstairs while we were watching this to grab probably a claw or something. I don't know. He comes yeah. back down and I'm like, hey, Berna, guess what? I just found out that this triple threat is not the main event. Right. And Berna's like... I You're think I told him, I'm like, I'm like, this is probably some bullshit. And <laughs> some bullshit Paulie would fucking pull, too. I, my take on it is, I, I can't argue about the time thing. I, I will give you that. In my mind, part of, okay, so I always sort of like th- look at it as like, okay, this is our first pay-per-view. We're trying to compete with the big game and everything yeah. else. So that, to me, is why you don't pull the trigger on your Stevie Richards. Because of your guys that are known in this point, the only one that has name value outside of ECW is Terry Funk. Yep. So to me that's whether we the like it guy. Or, whether we like it or not, not like yeah. that plays a factor in it. Like if Zao Alive was going to do a, a pay-per-view, an actual live, not not IWTV, like an actual legit fucking pay-per-view, place, right? Place, place and let's say that we me had and, me and Severn in. Let's right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, use that for you got to put yeah, the sh- the Dan Severn show. You put Dan Severn on and you put him up because he's the guy that has the most name value for your <laughs> casual fans that exist outside of your bubble. Also, and you hope that by using that, they come back. Also, I, is it not believable that I would pin Dan Zever? It's not, but that's a different thing. <laughs> I disagree <laughs> by saying you put the name on the show in the main event. Don't put him up. For, I mean, yeah. I mean, but that's I, just I can't semantics say, at this point, right? No, I, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. If the guy you put him up against is a fucking actual draw. Right. But, but who is a draw anymore in 2020? Well, nobody, quite frankly. But, like... Um, Meg, Meg is the but, draw. <laughs> that being said, I do enjoy room. Funk Raven. As much as it it's is great. not a wrestling match, but a segment. It's stone simple. Yeah. Um, Raven is such a good fucking champion heel. Just immediately comes out. And apparently that's because um, stuff ran long throughout the show. Mm -hmm. So they had to cut the main event. Which is a reminder to all you young indie talent not to fucking go long. That's right. If you're given six to eight, go five. No, so like, uh, I looked for it this time because I'd always heard about it. I was like, man, I haven't actually watched for this. Uh, Todd Gordon, the actual mm -hmm. like owner guy or whatever, if you watch 
during the closing like 30, 45 seconds because the building that they were in, the, the ECW arena, wasn't wired for all of this shit that they had to... Because keep in mind, guys, this was before wireless fiber optics. Yeah. So mm. you actually had to like pull power through buildings in order to broadcast pay-per-views and things. This building wasn't set up for it. So I don't fucking know this dude. I'm 26 years old. <laughs> well, I'm gonna trying to learn you some knowledge here. So here's the thing: if you go back and watch the end of it, basically, one, they're about to run out of time on the pay per view. If that happens, it just goes black, and nobody sees the end result of the, of the main event. Two, <laughs> the building is basically about to like cook itself. Oh god! <laughs> because there's so much electricity going through this place that is not set up for. It. So if you watch, you can see Todd Gordon running around the corner of the ring on pay-per-view, on hard cam, on the feed, like, waving his arms and he's going nuts and he's, like, yelling, Go home! Go home! Take it home! Because he knows that, like, everything's about to go tits up. Is that why the ECW is about to be, like, condemned? I'm, if it hasn't been already. It's always yeah. been a shit it's, it's not a great... Well, no, it's, 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 like, it's like, just now, as about of to be 2020, condemned. like, about to be done. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. And then, like, two, like ten seconds after you can see... Todd Gordon sprinting around the ring. Inside Cradle, one, two, three. The show goes off the air with Terry Funk as your new champ. Um, Big Dick Dudley. Oh, yeah, because there's involved. this whole brawl with him and Dreamer. Yeah. Dreamer, of course, has to be part of this, even yeah. though he says, I'm just here for commentary, and then also says, leave me alone, <laughs> but is on commentary. Fucking I forgot it. that he was on commentary in- until he said, I can't do commentary. Yeah. I agree. Um, Big Nick Dudley takes one of the most unfortunate choke slams. Dude, oh I've my ever god. Seen in my life. <laughs> um, you mean when he does a calf raise and falls yeah. off of the stage? Dude, it was through, awful. like 18,000 tables and clips like half of them. Dude, okay. My note for that just says timing. Awful. <laughs> is, yeah, is that the last one? Yeah. My note just says he's a Dudley. Would you like to be a Dudley too? <laughs> but, like, it's worse too if you've ever seen the bump that this is the payback to, where Big Dick chokeslams Dreamer off that stage through one table, and Whoa. Dreamer just cannonballs straight through it. Oh. Shortens his happiness. Like Shortens all kind of happiness. I said that, like... Big Dick Dudley comes back from jail. Whoa, Turn that dude. down. Can you not? Burn up. Be a professional. Not trying to be ignorant. That's I my, think that's you are. Um, Go on. Jesus. But Big Dick Dudley comes back from jail. Like mm-hmm. Joey Styles makes it a point to say, Big Dick Dudley, he just got out of jail. And then just dies. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate death. Um, I also have written that there was a botched finish, but I don't know. It's a, It's so, okay. I, this is the thing where I'm like, I would love to know what happened here. Because I know what you're talking about. So Dreamer does the run-in. Yep. He hits the DDT on Raven. Huge pop. Funk crawls over, and it's 1-2. Raven does kick out. Whoever the fuck is running the bell rings the bell. And the, the ref waves yeah, it off. Okay. But then Raven, who has just been planted and pinned, tries to get up, and Funk inside cradles in 1-2-3. So part of me thinks this is, in, and this is while Todd Gordon's sprinting around the ring yeah. screaming, go home! So part of me thinks, did the, the timekeeper ring the bell? Was it a 2.9999 and I didn't, you know, whatever? Verna, you are making all kinds of fucking noise over there, God dude. Damn it. Like, what, what, 
No, like you're right. Because I have I have the same note. It says it all, they almost blew the finish. Yeah. And then the finish is the inside cradle. So it's like that happens yeah. two seconds afterwards before they either burn down the building or go off the air. Yeah, it really should have been Yeah. I don't think the finish should have been Dreamer hitting the DDT. No. The finish should needed to be Funk doing something. Yeah. I almost think it should have been like again, hindsight will always be twenty odd twenty. <laughs> um See? But I get I'm a long time listener. Yeah. <laughs> um, See? But it should have been like Dreamer hits the DDT, even though that's kinda heelish. But then like Terry puts on the spinning toe hold, which mm-hmm. he made a name for. Or another pissing moonsault. Another moonsault, <laughs> yeah. Like it it was a weird finish, but all in all, like there was a good story told of like Raven doesn't want to do this. Or no. Raven doesn't like doing this, but he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to do it, but he really wants to do it. And, like, I, I enjoyed that about this match. Mm. But, like, from a technical standpoint... Oh, it's a train wreck. Wow. <laughs> There's so much. Yeah. So, Man. in conclusion, let's go around the circle here. You. Thumbs up, thumbs down? What would you? What would you tell people? I would watch uh, the six-man tag match from this show, and then I'd leave it at that. Wow, okay. <laughs> Yo, right. man, uh, burn it here. I'm going to give it a in the middle. A <laughs> I mean, it was all right. I mean, I wouldn't have sex while listening in the background. So. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. But anyways. <laughs> um, last week, I gave the show a thumbs up. This show... Thumbs down, man. I Weak. I don't like ECW very much. Um, it's better for highlights than actually watching the show all the way through. It's better served as a music video set to leave the memories alone. Okay. Um, and a Creed song. But yeah, and a Creed song. Um, Welcome. But the Mitchie Pro six man tag yeah. is about the only match that I would ever want to Give revisit. Shit about. And, Dude, it's... and maybe the finish to Raven. Terry, just for how the crowd reacts. But, All right, I think I'm gonna give this. No, 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 no you go no, ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say I'm gonna give the show a thumbs up. I'm gonna kill. Okay, to me, the opening tag is worth watching. Holes in logic be fucked. Uh, that match is worth watching. RVD and Lance Storm is worth watching, and yeah, the six man Mitchie Pro match is definitely worth mm-hmm. watching. Uh, for more. And actually, for that matter, Taz and Sabu to me is worth, and that's that's four matches, which on this show makes about nine hours of wrestling content. <laughs> um, about <laughs> about as long as the 2004 Ted Petty Invitational. <laughs> hey, no. um, but I I think that to me, there there is a lot on this that does not hold up and is not good, and and you know whatever, and it, like context can't even help it. Nope. You know, but I do think that this show. From historical significance point, you kind of just got to watch it at least once. And if you go back and revisit the highlights being, I would say, probably those four matches I listed at least. And, and the closing moments, because it is so over. That crowd is is unglued yeah. for all that. I think it's that, yeah, you're not missing much. I think it's definitely like the Taker Foley Hell in a Cell match where it's more important than it is good. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. That's... Basically, how I would look at it. It's important because, like, it's ECW's first pay per view, and ECW has 
indelibly left a huge mark on professional wrestling. And keep in mind, at this yeah. point then, this meant that there were three major companies in America alone yeah. where you could get a pay-per-view. Yeah. At there, one there, point. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a time where you had three different options, and like right I mean, now we have... Two, I mean, I will say now, I will say now, and you can fucking, like, undercut me, whatever, <laughs> is three. No, yeah. You can get a fucking... You can get Impact, pay-per-view. yeah. You can get a fucking Impact, baby, and get an AEW, baby. Yeah. And for that matter, you can't even get, like, a Ring of Honor show. Yeah. But, like... So far. But I, but I think that, like, to me... It's also hard to judge because, like, at this time, getting on pay-per-view was a huge deal. It you, was. You, you didn't have live streaming. Tom, yeah. you ever been on fucking pay-per-view? Actual pay-per-view? Yeah. No. Yeah. I've been on the iPay-per-view, which was me, the unfortunate then, predecessor to live streaming. Then oh. me, Brandon, and uh, Connor go fuck ourselves. Anyways, anybody got anything they want to say? Anything they want to, like, say goodbye, plug, whatever? I, I'm just glad, uh, glad to be here. We're glad to yeah. have you. Glad to have you. Finally had the illustrious. Yeah, I got to, got to plug the myself. Infamous. infamous. I think that's the word I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. I got thank you. Shit house drunk the whole time. <laughs> Can't wait you to be started, back. Thanks for having s- me two weeks in a row, folks. You started oh, this show, this episode, relatively sober, and I can tell that you're deep. Out of the whole house now. <laughs> deep into the cans. You want to take us home, there, Chief? Um. Sure. Um, so this has been another exciting, more exciting than usual. Yeah. Two whole guests. It's incredible. Uh, another exciting edition of exploring past wrestling content while asking the question: What, what are, are we, we even, even doing? doing? Total elimination. <laughs> what are we? Even